Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with serial entrepreneur Chaz Wolf. He is a high-performing serial entrepreneur who is on a mission to ignite entrepreneurs to create and live the exceptional life. He has built, purchased, and sold multiple seven-figure ventures in franchising, home service, real estate, and consulting. Chaz is a studied and accomplished professional who values discipline and integrity. He's an operations and process maximizer and an award-winning sales and business mind. Chaz is known to put the limits of excellence, mindset, and results. As a dynamic leader, facilitator, and speaker, he has helped both domestic and international organizations achieve massive levels of growth in all areas of life. He's Kansas City-based. Enjoy this interview. Jazz, how, how are you doing, man? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, man. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Where are you located? I'm in Kansas City. How about you? Are you in Can- I am in Kansas City, too. <laughs> I'm here in Grandview. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. I'm, I'm like in between Grandview and Martin City. Is is that where you're at? Yeah. Oh wow. I'm literally yeah. at Martin City Middle School right now. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm, I'm an I, IT yeah. <laughs> I'm an IT technician for a school for the Grandview School District. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. Way small world. I've had several people on my show um that you know we, we don't realize until they get through the kind of like the, the intro process that they're in Kansas City. So it's just kind of funny when you're on Zoom and yes. you know, probably just <laughs> you know, two miles away. <laughs> I could probably launch a football and you might hear it hit the ground. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You could, you could for sure shoot a weapon and I would hear it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, man, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out for the show. And I want to start our conversation, yeah. conversation off with everything that we've lived through for the last three and a half years, which has been COVID. How <laughs> did you get through it and how has it changed you? For sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you're right. Uh, we've lived through some some interesting times, um, and I would say that the the biggest uh, change for me uh, has just been I've launched new things, um, and so it has been uh, a catalyst, I guess, in many ways. We I have many businesses that have thrived through that. Um, it wasn't always like that. I remember, um, you know, in the first few weeks of everything, that it, um, you know, it was uh, quite quite daunting actually to think about how what when who you know all those things uh but we were able to make it through i uh, have retail franchises so that was quite interesting during some of those moments but some of the new businesses that we've launched in the midst of all that um have have been just incredible so i take it as a as a as a leaf that turned over and and uh the old chaz is gone 2.0 is here to stay or whatever that looks like <laughs> yeah absolutely so i'm curious since i'm here locally what are some businesses that you've launched yeah, so we actually have most of our well, most of my businesses are not here in Kansas City. I do have a remodeling company here in Kansas City, Kings Collective. Okay. Uh, we do basements and bathrooms, additions, um, major home remodels, that type of thing. Uh, also, uh, commercial. Um, we've done several commercial projects um, as far as build outs and such. But uh, a lot of my businesses are in other cities and or real estate properties and or uh, my, my main business right now. My main business that takes my focus, my attention, is my. What I believe I'm made for, which is gathering the kings, and so uh, that's a that's an online uh, you know mastermind. But it's we've got clients you know from all over the country. We get together a couple times a year in person, and we do major events. But uh, it's not exclusive just to to Kansas City. So let me ask you this: Let's boil down exactly what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders. It's career day, yeah. and a kid looks up and says, "What do you do for a living?" How do you answer them? Yeah, the funny thing is, is that I've taught at career day the last two years at my kids school and i teach them how to invest 
Okay. So what did you want to be when you were in the third grade? What was your dream? You know, I don't know. Um, may maybe it was a basketball player. Um, I, I don't know if I ever really ever thought about it like that, really. Um, yeah. you know, growing up single mom family, it, it, I think I think it was just more um I wanted to play, I wanted to play ball, I wanted to do well at school, but it, it was it was more, I think I don't want to say survival because at you know, at in third grade I wasn't, you know, actively participating in, in taking care of the family, but it wasn't long after that that I was much more of a partner in the house as opposed to a son. And so I look back on those things now and it's like, was I really thinking about what I wanted to be? Mm, probably not. I probably kind of skipped over some of the boyhood and uh, went straight for just how do I win? How do I survive? And then, and then how do I win? So let's go back to the beginnings. Where were you born and raised and how were these seeds put in you to be an entrepreneur and to, and to want to excel the way you have? Yeah. Well, grew up uh, Columbia, Missouri. And so not too far from here. And uh, like I said, single mom family. And so, yeah, a lot of those seeds that were planted were, you know, figuring things out. It's probably a good way to say it. And, uh, you know, sometimes we had, sometimes we had not, you know. And so I think that um, just like any, any, any other person that's, you know, been raised by a single parent and or been in situations where finances aren't always readily available, that uh, it makes you uh, have a perspective of gratefulness, number one, for the things that you do have. And then number two of like, well, no one's coming. So Joe, if it, if <laughs> if Jazz wants something, I've got to go get it because uh, no one's coming to save the day. And, th and that's transcended even into you know, uh, my business initially, you know, 12 years ago, and then that turned into multiple businesses. And, and I've always seen myself as a serial entrepreneur and then, or investor. And so I've always taken a high level approach, but really that comes down from, look, I just, no one's coming. No one is coming. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. So I always have to explain to people about Kansas city. A lot of people on this platform haven't been here, but as a local, what do you like the best about Kansas city? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, right now it's pretty obvious that the Chiefs are the talk of the town, have been for a while, and Mahomes and and Kelsey, you know, live not too far from here, right? Um, yeah. So I think I think that's that's the obvious answer. I think that what strikes home for me, which you know, again with me with my podcast uh, and and our group and and me traveling across the country, I've got businesses in other cities. I get to meet a lot of people from a lot of different parts of the world and the people of Kansas City or the people of the Midwest, really, because like, we could we could expand that out. There is a, a down to earth, a humble, you know, regular Joe, you know, to play it, play on the name here uh, a little bit that, that you just don't get in other places. And I'll give you two examples. Um, about 12 years ago, I opened up um, a business here in Kansas City and um, it was a, a franchise and one of the one of the folks that was from the corporate office that was in the Northeast, they came down for a specific time of the year and uh, he was kind of helping me navigate. It was one of my first times during the year. It was kind of a busy time. Long story short, <clears throat> I asked him after we were done what he felt like was the most difference or a different thing, you know, Kansas City to the Northeast. And he was like, well, you know, every everybody said, please and thank you. Um, and he's like, as, as shocking or as simple as that might sound, he's like, we just don't. Um, we just don't. We don't have time for that, whatever that looks like. And then uh, just the other day, I was talking about uh, Kansas City with somebody, and it's like they were here. Oh, it was a Lions fan. I had him on my podcast, actually, is what it was. And uh, he came to Kansas City for the Lions-Chiefs game. 
And uh, he was like, it was the most, I mean, Arrowhead, it's the hype, you know, it's the best tailgate in the NFL is what everybody says. And he was like, but I walked around, not only it was an incredible tailgate, but I had all these chiefs. He's like, there's the ones that are like, you know, not interested in, in hanging out, but he's like for the vast majority, like 90 plus percent. Hey, come over here. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for traveling in. Like it was just regular people making in this case uh, a great game but i kind of translate that into business and it's like i'm a i'm a regular guy doing extraordinary things cuz i definitely I don't like average i don't like regular yeah. but i put my pants on like everybody else and i think everybody else in Kansas City kind of feels the same way yeah i agree yeah that's a great descriptor what who's been a hero for you in your life who's been a motivator good question when i was a when i was a kid um you know i was a huge michael jordan fan and i said i was well, I wanted to be a ball player and uh, so i think jordan for a long time represented uh what champions represent and so um right now i would have to say if i had to pinpoint a name i'd probably say alex hermosi um he's he's a big name in marketing and 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 uh, business right now been on a lot of podcasts and has a couple books out and so you know getting him on my podcast getting some time around him would be pretty amazing but for now um i i read the books i listen to the the content and I'm trying to learn from a distance. I'm a big fan of mentors and and not necessarily always having the mentors know your name. And I'm not I'm not opposed to Alex knowing my name. Uh I will I will know him and he will know me at some point. Um but in between that time, that doesn't mean that I can't be uh, absorbing and letting him mentor me from books, content, you know, whatever it is that uh, that I can get my hands on. So you may have already answered my next question which is if you can meet and talk to anybody on the planet, who would it be? Ooh, that's so interesting. Um, I that that could be a it could be Alex. Uh, that I I will make that happen somehow. Um, to to go a little further out as far as like you know who would be super interesting maybe uh who maybe isn't like directly you know I don't know Trump comes to mind for the first for for some reason you know I don't know why other than that's just just a big name and that would be super interesting. Um, I think just the perspective of knowing something behind the scenes, if you will, you know, cause right. we all see, I mean, I've been a part of, I've been a part of, um, a pretty large influencer and, and I got behind the scenes and it, and he was the same person behind the scenes as he was on camera. And, and I think a lot of people wonder that. Yeah. And so obviously Trump's just the biggest version of that, um, regardless of politics or, or opinions, um, to, to know what he's like when the camera's off. And if it's the same, cause a lot of times what I have found, um, is that that they are the same? Um, sometimes they're not, and and they're and it's and it's a and it's a you know a shake a shake rattle and roll type of thing. But um, I think for a lot of a lot of folks, <laughs> you know, the camera is on enough where it's like it's yeah. you can't really hide. You know, yeah, that's for sure. I would think so. So, what is your motivation? What is the thing that gets you out of bed every day that motivates you to do the work and to succeed the way you have? Yeah, great question. Um, I'm pretty succinct in this answer, so I thought about it quite a bit, and I would suggest for anybody listening to this that it shouldn't just be, you know, my family or I want to make money or whatever that traditional, like, really surface level, excuse me, answer is. Uh, my family is a part of that. Money is a part of that. But for me, it's twofold. One, I'll go the family route. It's legacy for me. And what is legacy to me? Which means uh, I'm building multiple generations, three generations of wealth and knowledge of what to do with it. So that comes down to self-confidence. That's not, that comes down to knowledge. It comes down to assets versus liabilities. Like there's just a bunch of stuff that I get to do with my kids and my grandkids. 
all the while while doing real estate and business deals and then teaching them how to do the same. I get super excited about doing deals, building my family mission and family net worth with my grandkids who you know, all my kids are nine and under right now. So it's like, <laughs> this is this is a very far future thought that I'm completely obsessed with. The other prong for my why is I get to build business disciples. And I've always been somebody who wants to pour out. That's why I'm here on the show right now, because there's somebody possibly listening who just needed a little bit of courage. And they could find out that a guy named Chaz in Kansas City grew up single mom family, had absolutely nothing to his name, became a millionaire at 29 and and able to have multiple businesses in different states, all because of what? because he wanted to. That's why. And you can too. right? So I get to do that now, not only just because of the connections that I've made and the teams that I've built, but through Gathering the Kings, the mastermind group that I was just telling you about, that is it is a literal way where we're gathering business owners together um, in, in different sizes, different different ways, different event styles, where we get to like pour into people. And then they then in turn have a greater impact in their family, their community, their business. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So of all of the things that you've done professionally, what's one of the best success stories? Well, I think success is uh, subjective, right? Like it depends on how you define the word. Yeah, I could tell you, I could tell you about you know a, a business that I purchased that everybody told me not to. That's made me a lot of money, right? I can I could tell you about a scenario where. Um, the business or the the um this piece of real estate that I purchased um although turned out great the scenario through the process um gave me time with my family right and some people would consider that success and so I, I don't know I don't know how to answer the question because su- success is subjective what I'm trying to do is do those two things that I just told you I'm trying to build wealth and and make sure that it's um three generations worth and then also you know, um, connect my family mission, which includes my kids, my grandkids to what that looks like and what that means for them after I'm long gone and then pour into as many entrepreneurs as I possibly can. So for me, I'm doing that right now, like literally right now. And then also just in my life, like I'm living the life that I want to live currently, even though I still see it being much, much bigger, much, much more impactful. So who's your favorite entrepreneur? You know, we see all these business success stories that exist out there, but what's one of them that really has always been special to you? Ooh. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big Think and Grow Rich uh, fan. And so there's a couple of names that come to mind. Obviously, uh, Andrew Carnegie is is the kind of the, the, the mentor to Napoleon Hill, but he also interviewed a lot of people. And so one of the people that he interviewed that arguably could be the most powerful man of all time was Henry Ford. And there's just a lot that Henry Ford did that nobody else was doing and and extends all the way back down to how he thought. And he just didn't, he just did not allow other people to put limitations on what he thought was possible. And so again, coming from a single mom family, coming from nothing given to me, like I had to believe that something greater than what I could see around me was possible for me. And so when I see uh, like a Henry Ford, you know, going repeatedly to his engineering team saying, no, I'm, we're going to create a V8. And they're like, yeah, but we've been working on it for the last six months. And it's just not possible. He said, I will have the engine. I'll see you back in six months. And he comes back again and, hey, we've been working on it, but we just can't figure it out. We can't figure it out. He's like, great. So we've eliminated some more options. I will have this engine. 
I'll see you back in another six months or whatever, whatever the specific language was. I'm not an engine guy. So you understand what I'm saying? Like that's inspiring to me. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not going to allow you to put your limiting beliefs on me because really anything that I can conceive that my heart will also follow with belief and like emotion, I can have it. Yeah. So Chaz, if you have a dream tonight, you run into a 20 year old version of yourself and you could give that young version of you a piece of advice based on the life you've led, the wisdom you've gained. What advice would you give your young self? Buy, buy Apple. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Are you kidding? Buy Apple, buy Tesla, Yeah. Uh, buy Bitcoin. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I ask a similar question on my show and my producer asked me, um, I don't know, maybe six or seven months ago. She was like, hey, what would be your answer? And I'm like, I'm shocked that I don't get more by Apple, by you know the 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 tip offs, you know. Yeah. And she was like, "Ha ha ha! What what's your real answer?" I'm like, <laughs> "I think that's my real answer." You know. Now, yeah. the answer that you're looking for is some heartfelt. Mm, okay, I'll give it to you. There you go. Go for it. You can freaking do it. Now, I just explained to you that I had a kind of an abnormal thought around I can go do it, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that I always had confidence with it or that I never had this like shaky, like, I don't know. And so in the process of telling my 20 year old self, go for it, you can do it. I just would have said, it's going to be a whole lot bigger than you can even see. So really go for it. Like just take, take limitations off, take the blinders off, take what you think is even possible off, even though it's bigger than most people around you, it's tiny in comparison to what will be. So just remove it and just go for it. Yeah. So if you could see any event in human history that happened on this planet, one event, where would you go? What are you going to see? I'm going to see Jesus dying on the cross. Okay. Right on the emotion of that moment and the different groups of people, some mocking him, some crying, some confused, some who's this guy, right? And just being in that moment, feeling what's happening, knowing what is actually happening powerful. I, I get emotional. I'm not an emotional guy at all. Like on the, I, I use a, a personality assessment called culture index and there's a, and a, like a logic score. I'm pretty, pretty high logic. Yeah, <laughs> there's not yeah. a whole lot of heart in this 10 man. But yeah. when I think about that moment in time, it is difficult yeah. to not go, mm, wow, yeah. the pain, the suffering, the endurance. Yeah. pretty Absolutely. Powerful. So everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm a builder. I'm a builder. I know I'm a builder. Um, and that perception is the only one that matters. Um, yes, I love my wife and I appreciate her perspective of me and the same with my kids and a few other people that I keep close. But that perception that I have of myself is the only one that matters. And I am a builder. I'm a builder of assets. I'm a builder of wealth. I'm a builder of my family. I'm a builder of my marriage. I'm a builder of my children. I'm a builder. I'm, I'm, I'm building humans right now. I'm, I'm, we're, we're building a relationship. Right. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. What's your take on this chief season? (laughs) Um, You know, I hope they win. Um, I I went to a couple of great uh, great games last year, um, but I I have to digress, unfortunately, and take some steam out of your question because I'm the guy for, for years now, even when I had a job. And, you know, people came to the office on Monday and and we were all either fired up or sad based on what had happened the day before. And I, I just have always ascribed to the thought that, you know, it's funny, Joe, I didn't, I didn't see any jerseys, red jerseys that had wolf on the back. Right. 
And and so although I appreciate the Chiefs, I love watching Mahomes. And you know, the the what is happening is history right before our eyes. It's incredible that's happening right here. It's great for the city, it's great for business, it's great for community, it's great for you know belief. All of that is amazing. But Sundays and every other day of the week, I'm cheering for Wolf. And that includes me and of course my 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 family, my the generations that I'm building ahead of me. But I get just way more excited about about the jersey that has my name on it. I dig it. I dig it. Chaz, if anyone wants to dig into your world, contact you, anything about your world, where do they go? They can go to chazwolf.com or they can go to gatheringthekings.com if they're an entrepreneur looking to get around other key entrepreneurs looking to go to the next level. Chaz Wolf, you got a great handle, man. Thank you so much for taking time out today. Best of luck with everything. It's so good to see a local here in the middle of the map. I appreciate you. Thanks. Thank you, Chaz. Take care, man. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. (laughs) 